You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning, and welcome back to the All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, joined by my co-host and friend, Todd Schnick. But first, we'd like to kick things off by thanking New American Funding for being our 2021 show sponsor, our 11th year on air. It is going to be a great year with them as a partner. And if you're looking to buy a home or refinance your home, please call them for your home mortgage. Good morning, Todd. Can you believe that this month, October, is 11 years on air? And you don't look any different. Oh my gosh, I wish that was the truth. I've looked (laughs) back at some of our early show photos and I'm like, holy cow. Anyway, but thank you. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. We are joined in studio by Virginia Van Leer. She is a partner with Levelcraft Construction. Welcome to the show, Virginia, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Good morning. Thank you for having me back. I own Levelcraft Construction. I have a business partner, Debbie Hollenbeck. And Levelcraft works primarily in the in-town Atlanta area. So we work in Brookhaven, Buckhead, Decatur, Midtown, Virginia Highlands, and Morningside. Sometimes we go to Scottsdale as well. What we do is we are custom home builders. So you can come to us with your project. And we will help you every step of the way. So we can help you with your architectural build, your architectural planning, picking out a lot, funding. And then we hold your hand the entire way throughout the build process. Now, another thing that we do is we also build for investors. So uh, an investor may come to us and say, we have a piece of parcel that we would like to develop and put 12 townhomes on or 50 houses or something like that. And we build that for that investor as well. So we are multi-talented and we've been doing this a long time. Well, we knew you were multi-talented. There's no doubt (laughs) of that. Uh, Remind us about where, again, you focus uh, your work, where in town? We focus our work on the in-town area of Atlanta. And so ITP, as we all call it, inside the perimeter. So Brookhaven, we'll do large-scale projects in Buckhead, Decatur, uh, Midtown, Virginia Highlands, Morningside, uh, Scottsdale, and Kirkwood. Fun areas. Those are all areas where people want to be. Well, talk a little bit how about how renovations have picked up over the past year with all of our crazy market conditions. You know, what's popular, what's hot, what have you done a lot of? Well, it has certainly been a wild ride uh, with all of the developments with COVID for sure. And it's still a moving target for us. When uh, COVID first hit, We weren't sure what was going to happen, and we just kind of assumed everything would stop, but that has not been the case, as I'm sure a lot of people have heard. I think that people found with COVID that they were going to be working from home permanently, a lot of people. Um, And I think some people just sitting around the house going, wow, my house is really lacking in some way, be it just ugly, needed an update, or needed more space. And so actually business has picked up for us. And what people are looking for these days, it seems to be, if I had one broad general statement, it would be more space. I think that everybody's cramped into their house together more than ever, and they just want more space. So we're seeing lots and lots of additions. Um, We are seeing outdoor living. 
but we don't do small scale renovations. We don't do anything under about 250,000. So we don't usually just do a deck or a screened in porch, but when we're doing a whole project that's usually incorporated, but going back and adding a master suite a more living space, um, an additional bedroom that we can also uh, have people use as an office has been really popular. And then a lot of people just want to gut their house and start all over. So it's been interesting to see this. The problem that we are encountering right now is, number one, in the city of Atlanta, it's nearly impossible to get a building permit before six months. Mm -hmm. So that's challenging for us and for the homeowners because a lot can happen in six months with pricing. And then another thing that we're seeing is um, we're having a lot of interruptions with the flow of product. I don't think any of us really thought uh, on a daily basis so much about how much comes from China. So if we have roof trusses that we need, we're having a problem with the metal bracket that puts those trusses together, for example. And so that's challenging. There are other components like HVAC systems where there's like the motherboard inside is in China. We can't get those. So what used to take us five or six months to build may take us eight or nine months to build because we're just waiting for product. The windows, you'll see a lot of houses if you're driving around these days. Um, and you'll see that the house is framed up and there's house wrap and then it's just sitting there. And that's probably because the windows are back ordered. Um, that glass comes from China. And so there's a big disruption getting that glass. So now that I've brought it up, you may notice when you're driving around that you'll see homes that have started and then they just stopped. And uh, that's a good example of why. So it's been a wild ride for sure, but we're hanging in there and trying to keep everybody calm and communicating a lot with our clients that everything is probably going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it has been quite fascinating to see over this, these last, uh, I guess, year and a half has been the, the hard crux of, of the pandemic and how it's impacted everything. It has been fascinating to see how the industry as a whole has responded to these bottlenecks and these challenges. I mean, I, until you said it a few minutes ago, I, I, I wasn't even thinking about building permits being even slowed down. I mean, that you, you, I, you just don't think about those kinds of uh, administrative hurdles that you have to overcome. So it's been uh, in the building where I live, uh, they had a big song and dance announcement about our big renovation of our amenities area and our lobby. And all of a sudden it's gone dark. <laughs> we haven't done anything for those very same reasons. We just can't get the stuff that we need to to do it. So it's it's incredible. Going back to your actual projects, you mentioned uh, people just kind of the big, the main driver has been an increased need for space. I'd love for you to go a little deeper on that. I guess the two biggest opportunities to in a living space to get more space would be outdoor living and probably that kitchen area where we're certainly in my life. That's where everyone seems to hang out. Are those the two most common projects you get? If not, uh, what else are you seeing? Well, as I mentioned, we do larger scale projects. So typically when we do a project, it's going to be large. And I would say 99% of the time it is going to encompass what you just said. It's it's almost always going to have a kitchen remodel. And that usually means bigger, more functional. So yes, that's definitely true. And I guess because we live in the South, everybody always wants to have a screened in porch in the back. So that almost always is part of the project as well. And those are becoming bigger and bigger and more fancy. So we're seeing more wet bars on the rear porch. You know, people want these fancy areas for the green eggs. 
Um, we're even putting in a lot more pools than we used to. Sometimes we're just doing like a little martini pool, which is a smaller pool, more for adults. Um, and sometimes we're putting in the larger pools for the family to use. And 100% of the time, we're adding at least two bedrooms. And one of those will usually be utilized as an office because people are staying at home and working now. So absolutely the kitchen, definitely some outdoor living space, and then additional bedrooms that can be used as offices. I think I'm seeing that across the board on every single renovation. Yeah, so I guess I'm typical. I wish that you renovated and built outside the perimeter because I am looking at adding a three-car garage and a pool. Mm. And of course, I call mine a flinking pool because I plan to do floating while drinking. So I guess that's the same as a cocktail pool, but you know. I think um, it sounds just about the same. Well, everybody keeps, you know, laughing at me because I'm like, it doesn't need to be deeper than four feet and it doesn't need to be very big. That way it'll stay warmer, cost less, and it'll be easier to clean, right? Exactly. Exactly. Handrails on the side. (laughs) (laughs) And an alarm Um, button. An alarm button. There you go. (laughs) Well, what are your favorite types of projects? Well, uh, you know, living in the South, we, you know, we do a lot of homes that are uh, farmhouse style. Well, not colonial so much. I'd say farmhouse style has been very popular for a few years now, maybe eight years. And more uh, conservative homes, a larger craftsman bungalows, two-story bungalows. And even though I love those and I can build those in my sleep, I really enjoy getting into some things that are a little bit outside of the box. Like a modern prairie, for example, we're really enjoying those right now. We have three or four of those. And they're just a little bit of a departure from the normal architecture that we build. And so I love the challenge of it. I love picking out finishes that we may not have used before um, on exteriors, like different kinds of stacked stone that are a departure from a typical stone veneer. We're uh, putting in, I love to do homes that have like elevators because I think it's really fun. Um, Not only just the, it's challenging to get the elevator shaft built in, but I love to bling out the actual elevator inside. So it's it's fun for Levelcraft to build out of the box a little bit, just like you don't want to have the same sandwich every day kind of thing. So I'd say right now we're really loving building these modern prairies. So they're not too modern, so they don't have a cold feeling, but they're not traditional either. And so while we're looking for different finishes for our homeowners, you know, we're stumbling across some really interesting product that we haven't used before. So I think it kind of uh, keeps our wheels turning a little bit and keeps us sharp. And we always want to learn new things. So I, I would go with that for right now. In the 11 years we have done this show, we've never talked about adding bling to elevators. So uh, <laughs> now uh, now I want an elevator just so that we can bling it up. Hey, you know, so we spend all our time talking to you guys on this show. And, and uh, what's what I find the most fascinating is kind of how you guys, you know, a typical day in the life, how you guys, you know, once we hang up the mics and get back to the work, uh, what actually goes on behind the scenes and, and uh, hearing you and how you kind of think through some of these innovative design approaches. And I want to use a product that isn't very common, all those kinds of uh, decisions that are made. Talk about the process behind the scenes, kind of a day in the life of what you guys actually do and how you do it. That's a, a great uh, thought process. Normally, I just try to stay in bed all day, but I'm <laughs> um, just kidding. So we have very designated uh, job processes in in Levelcraft. So we try not to stay, we try to stay out of each other's lanes so that we can be more effective. 
So for me, I'm focusing a lot on sales and development of projects, which means I'm getting estimates for our homeowners. I'm vetting our homeowners and the projects to make sure that they are a good fit. I'm doing a lot of follow-up with architects and lenders so that I can negotiate better prices for my homeowners. So uh, I'm not in the field as much as I used to be, but that's just how things go sometimes. Sometimes I have to just get out from behind my desk and, and go out into the field and and get my feet dirty a little bit so I don't go crazy. But that's kind of what my day looks like. So I'm I'm in a lot of an administrative role. My business partner, Debbie, she has a lot of administrative roles as well, but she is with the clients more after the house is framed in. So she's going to take them and shop with them and help them pick out finishes. She's going to do design meetings with them and help them get the look that they like within the budget that I personally have set for them. And so she uh, she has a really great time doing that. She's a people person. She's uh, very patient, which is, is something that I'm working on myself. But um, <laughs> so she's able to really take these homeowners and, and kind of keep them in their lane and, and get that done. And then we have a project manager, Brandon. He's fantastic. And I don't know what I would do without him. So Brandon is my personal project manager that I oversee. And so he's keeping me in the loop every day as he is working on the front end of the build, which means demolishing the house, or if we're not demolishing it, just taking it apart bit by bit for a, rent, for a large renovation. And so Brandon's out in the field working with our subs to get the house, the foundation in, uh, get the house framed up, windows in, and the roof. And so he's calling me on a daily basis and telling me what's going on in the field. He's my eyes and ears. And if there's a problem that's, that's, that he can't solve, then I'll go out into the field and we'll make those decisions together. And then we have Stan. And Stan really helps make the magic happen at the end. So Debbie is overseeing Stan. And he's getting all of the roughs in, which is the plumbing, the mechanicals, the electrical, and making sure everything's going to line up. So we only have to build it once or do something once, not twice, because we get it right the first time, knock on wood. So Stan is out in the field doing that. And again, if he comes up with a challenge that he needs some assistance with, he's going to reach out to Debbie. And Debbie's going to talk through that problem with him. And they're going to decide how to solve that. So the four of us, that's kind of what our day looks like. Uh, we also have a designer, Jordan Evans, who's fantastic. And Debbie will give the information about from the homeowners on what they want, be it tile, lighting, uh, doorknobs, anything, everything. Um, and she'll hand that over to Jordan. And Jordan will kind of come up with the pricing for that and help us order it and keep it all organized and things like that. So she's actually, she's pretty integral as well. So we try to, to like I said before, we try to stay in our lane so that we're not double dipping so that we can get it all done. Um, and when I said, if there's a problem, what I meant was when there's a problem, um, because in building, you know, it's, it's imperfect people with imperfect materials and an imperfect environment. And so we always have problems that have to be solved, but it works for all of us at the Levelcraft team. Uh, we're used to it. We keep a calm head and we like that problem solving process. So, but um, that's what it looks like. So it's not as exotic as I would like, but it is. <laughs> well, now it makes sense why you guys are good at what you do. Yeah. What a great process. Yeah, we've pretty much got it down to a science. It's good to have a process and follow it. So kudos to you guys. New American Funding is committed to delivering home loans on time while providing five-star service. 
Their 14 business day close guarantee and fully underwritten pre-approval gives you an unbeatable one-two punch impossible for sellers to ignore. For more information on New American Funding, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. Well, let's talk a little bit about diversity and inclusion. I know that's a hot topic in the National Association of Home Builders right now is getting, you know, more women in the field. But I know that, you know, it's a little different to be a woman-owned builder. Is it difficult to be a woman-owned builder? And have you had to overcome obstacles because you're a female? That's a great question, Carol. I started building in 1996. So it's hard to believe it's been that long, but I think in 1996, there was more of a boys club mentality, not just 96, but back in the day. I think there was a little bit of a boys club mentality. And I think, you know, I can recall not being felt like I was being taken as seriously as I would like. But I think that's changed as it has in nearly all industries. And for quite some time, I have felt, you know, as part of the boys club, I feel completely respected um, and accepted. Our clients certainly find it to be a bonus that we're females because I think we, you know, men and women are different. And I think that women communicate better or more communication. I should say not better, but well, okay. Yeah, better. I'm just going to say better. Uh, We communicate more and better. Um, I think that, that most women are very organized. We were talking about our processes. That's really important to us because it's, it's uh, efficient. And I think that, just the way the world works as women, you know, we often have children and a career. And so we have to be efficient if we want to get it done. And I think that when we usually have like a preliminary meeting with a homeowner and they start hearing the processes that we have in place, I think that that they're really impressed by that. And I think that it actually works to our advantage. And am I excluded or anything like that? If I am, I don't know it. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I sometimes even feel like I'm more protected as a as a woman in this industry. I feel like the men try to make sure that I'm okay and that I, I do feel included. And I sometimes I think they actually go the extra step to let me know that they do respect me and that I am part of the industry and every bit as important in it as they are. So, but like I said, if I am being excluded or if it is more difficult, I don't know it. So we'll just go with that. <laughs> Well, you don't stick around going back to 1996 if uh, you're not part and a leader in the industry. So uh, congratulations and kudos to you. Virginia, we're uh, running low on time. So uh, before we let you go, should anyone need to connect with you and ask some questions or learn more about the work at Levelcraft, where do they go? Please reach out to me directly if you'd like. Virginia Van Leer, Virginia at levelcraftatlanta.com. You can also go to levelcraftatlanta.com for our website. And we are also on Houzz, which is H-O-U-Z-Z. And you can be guaranteed that you will get a call back no matter what. All right. Virginia Van Leer, partner with Levelcraft Construction. Virginia, great to have you. Thanks again for stopping by and joining us. Thank you, guys. Have a fantastic week. You as well. All right. Well, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate Edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. 
all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And we look forward to seeing you again right here tomorrow. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.